Welcome, my dear lightbulbs, to the first episode of the Grappler Anime Podcast. This is my new podcast I will have on my channel. I'm really excited to talk about anime and manga and everything else relating anime and manga. And yeah, so the Grappler name for the Grappler Anime Podcast came from Baki the Grappler. I was looking throughout YouTube, thinking of different podcast name ideas, and a lot of things were taken. So I was like, you know what? I do enjoy Baki the Grappler, the manga, and the Netflix anime, and also the original one. So... I was like, let me just give it a shot. So let's get right into it. The first thing we're going to talk about is the spring anime of 2020. I'm going to give my thoughts about the spring anime. I'm going to read some of the descriptions of them. And I'm also going to tell you how I'm kind of disappointed in some ways. So on right there on the screen, you could see... Uh, the spring anime on AnnieChart.com. Actually, AnnieChart.net. Sorry about that. So let's get right into it. The first thing we get is Kaguya-sama. This is the second season of Kaguya-sama Love is War. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I think I watched four or five episodes of this. I wasn't really feeling this anime too much. I understood what they were trying to do. It's like a Romeo and Juliet type thing, but not really. It, it's just... It's a, it's a comedic love story. I understand why people like it, but for me, I just didn't care for it too much. Then we have here the third season of Yahari Ore no Seishun, love comedy. I have not watched one season of this. This is, I guess, another comedy love drama thing. Because here it says comedy romance, comedy drama. So it's probably kind of similar to Kaguya. Then we got Sword Art Online. This is season three, part two. I heard a lot of good things about Sword Art Online Season 3. I only watched the first season. I tried to watch Gungate Online after a couple episodes. I was like, this is not for me at all. It, I was just like, I thought I was going to enjoy it because I'm a big fan of Call of Duty. I've been playing Call of Duty since Call of Duty 3. And then after Call of Duty 3, Call of Duty Modern for 2. But then Gungate Online, I just didn't care for it. I was like... Wow, I really expected it to be interesting for me since I'm a big fan of FPS shooters, but it wasn't. So yeah, um, my recommendation for this, they told me that, well, Legend D. Vash from Anime Lately Podcast, he told me that I should skip season two and go to three, but I don't like skipping anything, even if season three, episode one is a recap. I like watching stuff in order, so if I ever go back to Sword Online, I'll probably have to bear it and watch the entirety of season two. Now, the anime I'm really excited for is Tower of God. This is a it's coming out on Crunchyroll as well. I'm really excited for this. This is based on a manhwa. So it's not based on a manga. It's manhwa and manga, it, it's different, right? Because manhwas tend to be all colored the majority of the time. So I never read this manhwa. I'm coming into this blind. I'm also going to be reviewing this on the channel April 1st when it comes out. So the synopsis is Tower of God centers around a boy called 25th Bam. That's his name? 25th Bam? Who has... That's an interesting name. Who has spent most of his life trapped beneath a vast and mysterious tower with only his close friend Rachel to keep him company. When Rachel enters the tower, Bam manages to open the door into it as well and faces challenges at each floor of this tower as he tries his closest... As he tries to find his closest companion. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. I'm even more excited. So they're going to, it's going to be like a dungeon type anime, different floors and stuff. This is what I wanted Damachi to be more of. Like season one was 
like that. Season 2, not as much. They, yes, they went to dungeons once in a while, but I heard Season 3 is going to be more of that. But I am excited for Tower of God. It has a really interesting visual as well, like the art style. So I'm excited for that. And it's, I heard it's very long, one of the most popular manwas out there. So can't wait for that one. Next, we have Fruits Basket Season 2. Fruits Basket, I believe Season 1 was a remake of the original. I don't know if it was 8 years or 10 years later. So I guess Fruits Basket was popular enough to get a Season 2. That's good for that. I don't really know much about Fruits Basket. I was going to give it a watch, but I just didn't get around to it. Then we have Food Wars. The 5th season of Food Wars. I think I'm still on Season 3 or 4 part, the first half, the four, first core. And I heard from a lot of people that Food Wars went downhill a lot. So I hope that's not the case and that the animation, oh man, dropped in quality. That sucks. That really sucks if that is the case. Um, I don't really know since I didn't really check it out. Well, the new stuff. BNA, this is by Studio Trigger. It airs in 12 days. In the 21st centuries, the existence of animal humans came to light after being hidden in the darkness of history. Mishuro live, lived as lived life as a normal human until one day she suddenly turned into a Tanuki human. Oh, that's interesting. She runs away and takes refuge in a special city area called Animal City that was set up 10 years ago for animal humans to be able to live as themselves. There, Mishuro means Shiro, a wolf who human who hates humans. Though Shiro Mishuri... Alright, so it sounds interesting. The first six episodes were pre-streamed on Netflix on March 21st. Alright, so I don't know if this is coming out on Netflix or not. Regular US Netflix. We had Glibner. Uh, Shuiji Kagaya is a human. He has an unnatural sense of smell and can transform into an incredibly powerful beast of sorts. He does all he can to avoid standing out and being discovered, but no good deed goes unpunished and his decision to use his power to save a girl spells the end for his quiet life. Oh snap. This for me, just looking at the cover, this guy looks like a little Sherlock Holmes and stuff. It looks really interesting. Maybe that's the main group that maybe helps people out and I'm going to watch this. I'm definitely going to watch this. I'm not going to review it. I'm just going to watch this out of my own enjoyment. Uh, and here we go with a really long title. Otome Game. Is this a battle royale? No, it says comedy romance. I'm not even going to read the synopsis of this. I just don't care. Kagushigoto. Single father for secret. He's the top, top selling manga artist of a raunchy series that perhaps isn't suitable reading for his young daughter, he may. So he does what any doing father would do. He hides it all from her, no matter the he jinx that ensues. Um sounds like sounds interesting. I'll check out the first episode. Yesterday Wo Utate. The coming of age story follows a university graduate named Riku who has not been able to find permanent employment after college. A mysterious woman named Haru who has a, a pet curl and Riku's former university classmate Shinako. I'll check this out as well. Sounds interesting. I'll check out the first episode. Long name again. This is a season two of something I, I never checked out. Apare Ranman. Ranman. I like the colors already, like for the characters. After certain mishap, the brilliant but socially inept engineer Paris Serrano. Um, let me just just skim read. The two decide to compete in the Trans America Wild Race. I'll check out the first episode for this. What is this? This is based on a light novel. 
Nug Guns Life Season 2. I gotta finish Season 1. I'm, I'll, I'm looking forward to that. Then everything else, tell you the truth, Digimon, I don't really care for it. Just because I watched the original. I, I'll, I'll check out the first episode. Okay, okay. Then everything else, I just... I'm just not looking forward to, except for Kingdom Season 3. I, I really like the Kingdom anime, even though Season 1 and 2 was CGI madness. Yeah, I'm not a fan of CGI. The story was really good, held up. Hopefully in the beginning of Season 3, because I think it's been a couple of years since we got another season. Please do a recap or something, like maybe the whole episode or half the episode so I can remember, because I'm not trying to go back and watch all those Kingdom episodes again. I know, I know, I know. People tell me, read the manga, read the manga, read the manga. I, I will eventually, I will eventually. Then everything else, we got the new Yu-Gi-Oh! series. I don't know, for me, after Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, I know 5Ds, I heard from people, was amazing. Um, But after GX, I just stopped caring for Yu-Gi-Oh! I, I watched some of Sexel, and then I just didn't care for it at all. So yeah, and then another thing is that a lot of anime are getting delayed as well because, you know, of the current situation that is happening. So... This is the Annie chart list there. So um, one thing I wanted to talk about with the spring animes, I just wish every anime season, you either see slice of life, you see comedy, romance, drama. Out of all of this, um, I think No Guns Life are, it's a seinen. I wish there was at least one or two seinen per season. And if that's too much to ask for, no, actually that's not even too much to ask for. Just one or two, just two max, minimum, two two seinen anime, because there's a lot of good seinen manga out there, and that's what kind of annoys me. It's like, I, I just wish, I just wish, because look at all these series. Yes, a lot of these are probably going to end up being good, but I want to see darker stories. And just because the story is dark doesn't mean it's good, but still, it will be, it will still be interesting to see. Uh, and that's why one of my biggest complaints with every season is like, maybe there'll be one scene in anime or maybe zero sometimes. And it's, I know it's like they got to air it really late, but still, like I want mangas I have read in the past that were great scene in stories to come out as anime hopefully later on like parasite that was a great story now this is the crunchyroll list for what they will be airing for the spring 2020 season obviously it's not all of it but some of it tower of god my life as a villainous all routes lead to doom as a villainous what's this an otome game loving girl gets reincarnated into her favorite game but as the villain now the now she has to avoid all of the bad endings Okay, I'm gonna watch this, even though it's a really long name. That's that sounds funny. The Ape Son, are you kidding me? A Saturday man wakes up, another Isekai? That's another thing. <sighs> isekai is like the new what? Let me think. I don't even know. Because it's like the new slice of life. It's like 50 million Isekais, and a lot of them are not good. They're, they're, it's like out of, let's say, out of five Isekais, there would be one good one. Or... Out of 10 easy guys, there will be like two good ones. And Sally Man wakes up inside the body of a young, magically gifted boy. Will his newly discovered powers bring him fortune or ruin? Um, I'll check out the first episode. I can't judge it just by the synopsis or because it's easy guy. Food Wars. Woodpecker Detective's Office. I don't really care for this. And then... <laughs> Why did he put this here? Obviously... 
One Piece. They obviously they always have One Piece and stuff on that. So yeah, that's the spring anime season there. I'm not really looking forward too much for the spring anime season. Just a couple of goodies here and there. And the next the next thing I want to talk about is ReZero Season 2. So ReZero Season 2 got delayed till July because of you know what. And I'm really excited for Season 2. And I definitely recommend you watch Season 1 of ReZero. Right now, I'll read you the synopsis that's on Crunchyroll. It says, Natsuki Subaru, an ordinary high school student, is on his way home from the convenience store when he finds himself transported to another world. I know what you might be saying. You were just complaining about Isekai, but this is one of the good ones. As he's lost and confused in a new world where he doesn't even know left from right, the only person to reach out to him was a beautiful girl with silver hair. Determined to repay her somehow for saving him from his own despair, Subaru agrees to help the girl find something she's looking for. This is a great anime. I enjoyed season one so much. They're doing the director's cut right now. I don't know if it's still ongoing or not, but I definitely recommend season one. Season one is translated into a lot of different dubs, so you can watch it in English dub if you want, or if you don't like watching it in English dub, um, then you can watch it in English dub with the subtitles in English or whatever language you watch anime in. So yeah, I'm excited for ReZero Season 2. July is coming out on Crunchyroll. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is Samurai 8 cancellation and what's next for Masashi Kishimoto. So in one of the author comments, Masashi Kishimoto was talking about his next work with Okubo or working on a new project with Okubo in the future. We don't know what that project may be. We don't know if Kishimoto is actually going to work on a new project anytime soon because it was many years before Kishimoto actually made Samurai because since the ending of Naruto, Kishimoto has been talking about a Samurai story. And fun fact, Kishimoto submitted a Samurai story a long time ago, I believe during the 90s or maybe early 2000s. And basically it was rejected, but Samurai came into fruition and then it got canceled. Now, the main reason that Samurai 8 got canceled, I see the criticism from a lot of people, is that it took too long to set up what it was trying to do. And I do agree with that statement because Samurai 8, you had to wait a long time for the setup to start. And a lot of people are not patient. Even Kishimoto knew that in a weekly Shonen Jump magazine, making a sci-fi story was going to be very difficult. Now, there's people on the other side that always comes to say, but Mashima is doing it with Eden Zero. And that is true, but Samurai 8 was more complex in the lore and the explanation of things. While Eden Zero, you could grasp the things rather easily. Even the time stuff in Eden Zero, you could grasp it rather easily when time doesn't really matter. In Samurai 8, you had to dig deep and analyze situations, speech, mannerisms, all that stuff. Like, it, it was a lot of stuff, and maybe the complexity, but the Plus, the setup is what put a lot of fans away from Samurai 8, and it led to its eventual cancellation because manga sales in Japan is what matters. It doesn't matter if a manga is really popular out in the West or wherever, overseas. If it's not doing well in the sales in Japan, no matter how good the story is, it will get canceled. There was a lot of manga that have got canceled over the years with good stories because the sales were not that great because the Japanese readers just didn't like it and is the Japanese readers to blame no if they don't like a series then they talk with their pockets with their money and stuff so they didn't like Samurai 8 and they got canceled now overseas I saw a lot a lot of people love Samurai 8 supported Samurai 8 and I was really happy to be part of the Samurai 8 community 
and seeing so many smiles and stuff. Now, some people got to realize that signing petitions or starting petitions to bring Samurai back, that's not going to help at all. Just because it's not. Like, the thing is, Weekly Shonen Jump probably owns the rights to Samurai 8, so Kishimoto cannot just jump ship, go to another magazine, or maybe to go to another Shueisha magazine, because what is the point? Shueisha is going to realize, why would you go to another magazine? What, what's the point if people are still not going to support the series if they didn't support it the first time around? And it's all a business at the end of the day, so don't curse Weekly Shonen Jump or anything like that. If sales are not good in the magazine, the series is not going to get... The, if sales are not good in the magazine, the series is not going to continue. No matter how good the series is, it's just not. And that's what befell on Samurai 8. Obviously, there was little negative Nancys out there every week complaining about chapters, but reading it every week and wishing failure on Kishimoto. Now, some people think that this put a big tarnish on Kishimoto's legacy. I don't. I, he still is the creator of the Naruto franchise. And that franchise, I think, overtops anything Kishimoto does in the future. For me, he's already a legendary mangaka. And yes, mangakas have failed before their big series popped off. Tabata, Horikoshi, and others. Even Oda, most likely. Everybody has failed at one point in their career. But Kishimoto is already an established mangaka. And yes, his series failed with the cancellation. But I don't think that takes anything away from his legacy, in my personal opinion talking about legacies and stuff so yeah once again i want to say thank you kishimoto and okubo for giving us a great world and i knew the vision they were going for and how big the world building was and even i was kind of scared in some reviews like the world building is going to be massive but i don't think people are going to be patient for it and they weren't so the next thing i want to talk about is something on the lighter side of the news so, anime character designer cutely celebrates Boruto and Sarada's birthdays on Twitter. 51-year-old renowned animator has been attached to the franchise since the first Naruto TV anime. So, right now on the screen, I'll actually show you a picture that he drew right there. It looks really nice. Sarada and Boruto smiling and stuff. So, that's really awesome to see. I'm still a big fan of Naruto. I gotta catch up to the Boruto anime. I'm a couple episodes behind. Just because... The Mujina stuff in the prison, I was not really too much of a fan with, but I'm going to keep watching it. So it's really nice he made that doodle. Oh, there's actually more to the doodle. So let me put it back on the screen right there. Happy birthday, Boruto and Sarada. I wonder if Boruto and Sarada share the same birthday. So here we have Konohamaru with a cake. We got Boruto and Sarada, and then we got Mitsuki. That's really awesome and wholesome. And it's nice that the animator of Naruto, since the beginning... Since episode one, do that picture. That That is really, really awesome. So that is one thing I wanted to talk about. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is My Hero Academia Heroes Rising manga chapter actually got translated on Viz. And you can officially read it on Viz.com or any other app that you can officially read manga. In other news, My Hero Academia Heroes Rising chapter actually got translated on this, so you could check that out, and I'm really happy about that. The next thing I want to talk about is Bleach is getting another mobile game, Bleach Immortal Soul, in anticipation to the Bleach anime, which I will be talking about soon. It's really awesome that Bleach got another mobile game, and I'm happy for the success. 
of Bleach so far. Now let's talk about Bleach Anime 2021. I'm really excited for the Bleach anime to return. I talked about the Bleach manga. The last time I talked about it was in 2016. I did review the last chapter of the Bleach manga and I'm really excited to bring back Bleach to my channel next year. Now some people are like 2021, that's a long time from now. I'm actually happy about that because scheduling and stuff plus everything that's going on now they'll have ample enough time to actually give us nice animation and i don't think they gotta give us filler and if they do give us filler it should be canon filler i hope that taite kubo is involved in the bleach anime especially since it's adapting the last arc which there was a lot of bad things in the last arc and i remember reviewing the last arc and chapters and how some stuff it made sense but it was kind of dumb decision so hopefully Kubo works closely with the animation studio and maybe brings in some canon filler to flesh out the last arc. Because a lot of people seem to forget that the last arc was not the most merry thing. And plus, it got rushed by Weekly Shonen Jump as well. Um, other news, we have Burn the Witch manga and movie. I did review the one shot on my channel and then the one shot officially also came out on Viz.com or the Shonen Jump app. You could read it there. And I do gotta say that the one shot was very good. I'm excited for the Burn the Witch manga. For the next segment, I want to congratulate Gage Akutami for reaching 100 chapters in Weekly Shonen Jump with his great series Jujutsu Kaisen, which some people call it the spiritual successor of Bleach. Now, I do have to say that Jujutsu Kaisen is so amazing. I see little elements from other Shonen series in it. Obviously, you will always see that in a new weekly Shonen Jump series. Some elements here and there from other Shonen series, and there's something wrong with that. I do have to say that Jujutsu Kaisen is an amazing manga. You definitely should check it out. It's great. And Nanami... And the newest Jujutsu Kaisen chapter, I just gotta say, was just insane. 100 chapters, that is a big accomplishment. Once again, congratulations to Akutami. Since the beginning of Kaisen, since chapter 1, when I first read that first chapter, I was like, I'm already hooked. And it's hard to do that sometimes when I read a manga. In one chapter, I'm already hooked and kaizen did that for me another thing i gotta give kaizen props to is the power scaling system is one of the best power scaling system that i have seen in shonen manga besides hunter hunter Th this is probably the second best power system it's complex at some times but um you know we get explanations for it now the something i wish they did more often the kaizen manga is like when characters show up show their names as well a lot more because there's a lot of characters in jujutsu kaizen and some characters don't appear for a while then they come back and i'm like oh wait i i know their face and stuff their character design but i'm like wait what's their name again so hopefully when the kaizen anime whenever that comes out which probably getting delayed or something because of everything that's happening right now in the world but that's not confirmed or anything when that comes out hopefully they do a my hero type stuff and when a character shows on on screen for the first time or whatever just show their name so we know and also their rank because there's rankings in jujutsu kaisen when it comes to the sorcerers and stuff now onto the chainsaw man manga i do have to say we got a w2 we got a wtf chapter because wow they went to hell and everything was just, I don't know what was happening towards the end of that chapter. A lot of people were like, yeah, even my analysis skills, I was just like, what is, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? So that's awesome 
to see in a manga because normally I am able to analyze what is happening. I think the last time that happened to me that I didn't know what was happening was like in Neon Genesis Evangelion, the ending. I could not analyze anything that was happening in that end. So next, I want to talk about the One Piece chapter, which was really good. They finally ended the flashback and they're going to fight Kaido. That's all I got to say. So I'm excited for that. Now, as I'm winding down on the podcast, we have a new segment, which is two manga recommendations and two anime recommendations, which I will be doing for each podcast. So I will try to find series that maybe people have not heard of for the two manga recommendations. The first manga recommendation I'm giving you is Jagen. So Jagen, the synopsis is Shintaro Yagasaki, who is a neighborhood police officer, lives with his girlfriend while working a job that is killing him slowly with annoyance. It looks like he will end up marrying soon and live a boring life of a nuclear family. A grim future for a guy with dreams. One such day, a mysterious monster appeared on the train and he suddenly can shoot with his right hand like Master Bubanatsu, the eggplant mascot of his city. So that's the synopsis for Jagen. I definitely recommend it. It's a very dark story. It's a seinen. And... I enjoy it so much. It is still ongoing. 90 plus chapters strong. And I hope this gets an anime. If not now, maybe next year or later this year. Hopefully. Hopefully. Even though some of the stuff has to be censored. Because, like I said, it is a very dark story. Now, for my next manga recommendation, is going to be Rukide Nashi Blues. This manga has ended. And the synopsis is, Maeda is a new student in the Taken High School. He stutters when he's nervous and he's rather clumsy. He gets noted immediately because he hits a teacher during the entrance ceremony. Some clubs search to enlist him as they see him, a force they can use to get even with other clubs. But Maeda is a loner and has only one dream, becoming boxing champion. His first objective is to beat the leader of the boxing club. And Rukidenashi translates as good for nothing so this is a delinquent manga and a really good one at that uh, if you read the manga you can see when it came out and stuff because the art style it came out in 1988 and you see the hairstyle on to the anime recommendation the first one is death parade the synopsis is welcome to quindesium what greets two unsuspecting guests is a strange bar quindesium and the white-haired bartender desium from here, you two shall begin the battle where your lives hang in the balance, he says to introduce the get death game. Before long, the guest's true natures become apparent. As a matter of course, at the game's end, Desium is revealed to be the arbiter. arbiter. Desium's judgment on the two guests is... So basically, in a nutshell, this is an anime. When you die, you get teleported to this purgatory type place and you gotta play a game to decide where you're gonna go in the afterlife and it's a really good series very dark story as well because if you lose in the game you don't get a nice ending even though you're dead you don't get to go somewhere nice that's all i gotta say so for my next anime recommendation is gungrave let's read the synopsis after a tragic scene with the murder of his friends brandon Heat follows his only friend harry mcdowell into millennium the largest mafia syndicate while harry mcdowell is striving for power brandon is only staying in millennium to see the girl he loves, whose custody was gained by the leader of Millennium, Big Daddy. But as the years pass and Brandon proves loyal, loyal to Millennium, Brandon learns the true purpose and passion for Millennium. And that's when true conflict arises. Now, this anime came out in 2003. 
It's dated, but it's good. The story is very interesting. There's a lot of large-scale fights. That is all I have to say. So that has been episode one of the Grappler Anime Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It's going to be a pain in the butt to edit this, but it's all for your personal enjoyment. So put this in the background while you're working out or while you're doing anything else. And yeah, peace.